Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. We're in Chapter 5, Paragraph 19, Parakeh Mishnah Yudtet, here in Ethics of the Fathers, Pirkei Avos, with articles notes on the bottom. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Today, let's talk a little bit about love. Kol Ahava Shehitaluya Badav, or any love that is dependent upon a specific cause. Notes at the bottom say a specific cause, something material or sensual, such as wealth or beauty, rather than an unselfish union based on mutual respect and affection and an interest in the good of the person loved. If there is a love with a specific cause, batal davar betela ahava, if that cause is nullified, nullified is the love. Vishaina taloya bedavar, but love that is not dependent on a specific cause, aina betela olam, is not nullified ever. Ezehi ahava shehi taloya bedavar, which is love that is dependent upon a specific cause, zu ahavas amnon vitamar. This is the love of Amnon for Tamar. The notes at the bottom say Amnon's love was motivated by Tamar's beauty. See Shmuel Bet Samuel 2.13. Visha'ena Taloya Badavar, which is not the love which is not dependent upon a specific cause. Zo Ahavas David son. This is the love of David and Jonathan. The notes at the bottom say whose souls were bound up with one another, even though each knew that the other stood in the way of his succession to the throne, their love for one another was not affected. Pause, sidebar. Let's sidetrack for a second. Amnon and Tamar were siblings, I think technically step siblings from different mothers. But there was a story in the in the the Navi in Shmuel Bet, where Amnon wanted to be with Tamar, and it was obviously motivated by her beauty, and it says that he he wanted to be with her, and then afterwards he hated her even more than he wanted to be with her, so that the, the reason that he liked her was a material reason, and afterwards he hated her with such a passion that it was even more than the, the previous passion was. And then when they were talking about the real love, uh, David and Johannesson is a very, very interesting story, a kind of a sad story, they were best friends, even though they were natural rivals and natural enemies. David and Yohonasan, the whole dynamic, if you think about Shmuel Bet and Malach Malaf, it's a very interesting dynamic to begin with. Many of the characters are closely related. David and Shaul, Shaul did not like David afterwards. He had this melancholia, this different kind of a condition, where he had a rage and a hatred for David. But David was his son-in-law. His daughter, Michal, was married to David. His son, Yohonasan, was best friends with David. David was the heart player for Shaul, and Shaul spent a good amount of time trying to chase down David and kill him. The whole dynamic is very interesting, very sad, and Yohannesson and David were very good friends. And the Haftorah, the the portion we read after the Bible, many times and related to Rosh Chodesh, the beginning of the month, is talking about the parak of David and Yohannesson's plan to find out if it's safe for David to come back to the throne. And the end of the story is that it's not. And they they swear to each other and they promise each other they'll always be for each other. And of course, unfortunately, that's not true. In a a little while later in the timeline, Yohannesson and his father are killed up by the Plishtim. But David and Yohannesson are very close, very good friends, and we should learn from them how to be best friends with our best friends, including our spouses and the other people not fam- family-related. But David and Yohannes were not 
in general, is supposed to be such good friends. They stood in the way. Jonathan was the crown prince. Everybody loved him, and he stood up for the people many times in battle and whatnot, and he would have been the natural succession, but he knew that David really was the one that was going to take over due to various factors. He was anointed by Shmuel the prophet, and they still were best friends because it wasn't dependent on a specific cause. They had many reasons not to like each other, but they loved each other as dear, dear friends, and Amnon Tamar did not. So the points we could take from here is how to have the best type of love when you when you love your spouse you love a person it shouldn't be for any material risk things material things come and go looks can fade beauty can fade and with age things can happen you could stoop over you could get gray hair and whatnot and whatnot but the essence of the person the characteristics and the personality traits and their quirks that you, that make them yeah, them excuse me and the different idiosyncrasies and the different personality things that are in the person that's what stays that's what's there the essence is always there the core is always there even though many different factors can change over life we should realize that the love real love is what is on the inside and the interesting thing rabbi Desser i think says that real ahava comes from the word hav, which in hebrew means to give so real love real ahava it comes from giving so it a lot of times people say it should be 50-50, but really in the end, a marriage relationship especially should be 100-100 where everybody gives as much as they can because real giving, when you give to another person, it really makes you love the other person. And the quintessential, the quintessential relationship, you can see this, is in children. Children, when they're very, very young, are just takers, 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 takers. They come into the world with the clenched fists we've mentioned before, and you leave the world after 120 years, God willing, with open fists because you can't take anything. But when you come into the world, you want to take everything. And they take from the parents, and they take from the parents. And in any other relationship, if a person keeps taking and taking and taking, you would say it's dysfunctional. You say it's not a good relationship, not a healthy relationship, and they're very selfish. But children are taking from us, and we're giving to them, and we don't hate our children. Children, hopefully, we all love our children as much as possible, even more than words many times, because we're giving and giving and giving to them, because the more you give, the more you love, and the more you love, the more you give. You want to just give to them, because giving love is have, and that's how you have real ahava. So you take that love that you give that's natural for a parent to give to a child always, and it's not time-specific. Even if the kids are 80 and you're 120, you still want to give, and you still should give, and that should translate to, obviously, the spouse relationship. Give as much as you can to your spouse, as much as you can do and it should extend to other relationships to your friends. So the point being, real giving, real love is taking care of the other person. It shouldn't be dependent on a material thing. It shouldn't be dependent on anything. It should be just for the essence and just for the main thing of giving to others and helping out others. And then we can move over to the idea, not only of not, not being materialistic with love, but to love a person's essence and their inner, and that's how we could also be better to not judge another's person because what you see on the outside is not what we're looking for. We're trying to look forward to the inside and we can't judge a book by its cover we've talked about this before as well that you look to a person's essence you look to the inside and realize that everybody should be cared about and should be loved for and the reason we're coming up to Tisha B'Av, where we're recording now. It's coming up soon. And the reason why the second base of Midrash was destroyed was because of Sinat Chinam, baseless hatred. People just hated each other 
based on whatever reason, but not real reasons. It was baseless. And the first one was obviously the cardinal sins of idolatry and murder and things like that. But the second one was baseless hatred. So they say in every generation that the Mikdash, the temple, is not rebuilt. It's as if it was destroyed again and again in that generation and that generation and that generation. So if it was destroyed because of baseless hatred, the way to rebuild it would be through baseless love. Ahavad chinam. Loving another person just because they're a person. Not because you have any reason. Not because you have any need to. Not because you need anything from them or they're going to give you anything just because of the plain fact that they're another human being on this earth. They all have the divine spark and they need to be loved and cared about and you have to look out for everyone around you. So this another point we can mention that we're talking about is try as much as possible to have baseless love. If we have more baseless love, just loving everybody around us and helping out people as much as we can and it all starts, as we mentioned before, with good manners and good exchanges and being a positive role model. You go around, you talk to everyone in your school, everyone in your work, you go around with a smile on your face, happiness in your eyes and interacting with people as they're humans. So many people go around their day, they don't even acknowledge other people and if someone helps you, you help a teacher, a teacher helps you, you help your coworker, your coworker helps you, your boss helps you, you help your boss, always say thank you, always say please. And we always like to say also, I would like to trouble you for something. Instead of just saying pass the salt, can I please trouble you for the salt? Can you please pass it to me if it's not much trouble? It only adds a few words, but those few words make a difference. Every word can make a difference. Every interaction can make a difference. Being a positive influence, having baseless love that's not dependent on any cause. Real love, not dependent on any cause just because you love other human beings, even though at a lot of times it might be hard to love other human beings, especially if someone cuts you off, someone's loud, and someone's mean to you, says bad things to you, but we realize that that's just their behavior, those are their actions but as a core, as an essence, that's not the person, we could hate the action we could hate what we, what they do but don't hate them, love every person you might hate what they do but we could try to work with them to do better and if we do that, we can make the world a much better place little by little, join us next time as we move over to Mishnah Chet in paragraph 20 as we talk about the right type of dispute to have here on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.